All right, good evening to everybody in Sharks territory. Part of the delay there. I am Aaron James, and this is the Shark City Podcast for, well, technically November 14th, 2022. At some of the um, technical difficulties, it is what it is, kind of um, prolonged the episode. So here we are creeping into the midnight hours of game day, really. Uh, Sharks are going to take on the Golden Knights later on this evening, uh, literally um what like 19 hours or so a quick midnight math don't hold me to it anyways i'm aaron james this is shark city podcast um the lines are open so if you want to chime in or give your take on anything that is till by all means check out our speak pipe that's speakpipe.com forward slash shark city hockey it's our free podcast messaging service and um you know you leave a message I'll get it live, and we'll play it right here and interact with each other on tonight's program. So speaking of tonight's program, uh, the last time we got together was about a week ago, so a lot has gone down since the Anaheim um, shootout loss. So we are going to uh, just revisit the last couple of games here, the last few games to be precise. Um, Shortly, just kind of revisit the game against the Blues and then spend a little bit more time on what everyone's talking about now being the first time the Sharks this season won back-to-back in games. <clears throat> so it's trending upward here in San Jose. Everything's starting to kind of, um, you know, starting to get those feel-goods and, you know, the air smells better, food tastes better, you're waking up with a smile, especially with the fashion and how they're getting these wins. <clears throat> um, but we'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, first and foremost, let's get into some of the news that is current um, as of earlier today. Sounds like Sharks have placed defenseman Radim Shimek on the injured reserve. Uh, everybody who was tuned in to the Minnesota Wild game obviously have their opinions and take on what is being labeled a dirty hit. I personally am not going to weigh in on it. I just hope that Radim gets better. Okay. Uh, I will say this, though, what's pretty messed up about this whole situation as a Sharks fan is just three years ago in Calgary, uh, Shimmick was subject to a real bad hit, and that was legitimately dirty. I'll give my take on that. No holds bar. Um, and then, you know, a year ago, he got taken out boarding, so it's, it's getting really rough for Radim here, and I just... Again, you know, my thoughts and prayers are going out to Radim and the Shimmick family. I really hope that, you know, um, you know, gets a speedy recovery and everything is just good because um I mean these these are people, okay, they're athletes but they're people too, okay. So there's a human aspect to it and a human element and I just feel for him. I really do. Um so, you know, it's been rough. It's been a rough few years for him in Sharks territory. So once again, thoughts and prayers are going out to him. He is obviously one of the toughest Sharks out there. And I cannot wait to see him on the ice in a Sharks jersey. Uh, but until then, the South Sharks have uh, moved. They have called defenseman Nick Shishek to, um, from the Barracuda to the main roster. Um, so... You know, this 22-year-old defenseman, he's, you know, 6'3", just a little bit over 200 pounds. Uh, left, he shoots left for those of you who are counting. Um, hasn't played a game in NHL. Has not played a game in NHL. So, you know, he'll be making his pro debut, as, uh, presumably, 
tonight against uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, so for those of you who are curious on what he's been doing with the CUDA thus far, this season he has played 10 games and he has racked up a penalty in minutes for each one of those, the average. Uh, so 10 penalty in minutes, uh, negative four for those of you who are counting the, you know, um, <laughs> the, the, you know, plus minus rating. And that's just about it. Um, not to say that he hasn't contributed in any other way outside of, you know, what the uh, stat sheet says, but, um, you know, kind of curious, kind of very curious that the Sharks decided to call um, Nick Cusick. And again, uh, power to power to Nick, you know, it's going to be his NHL debut. So it's going to be another situation where the Sharks have another uh, rookie make their debut it's kind of become the trend this season and we might as well kind of uh, enjoy it because with the whole veteran death that they've been talking about lately you know uh, moments like this may not be as often as they were in the past but um nick c has been called up to replace ravim uh and Radim has been uh placed on the long uh, long-term injured reserve list all right uh so thoughts and prayers out to him once again um so what is going on, everybody? Um, let's kind of just transition into the past week of hockey once again. Um, you know, even if you want to do a quick shout out to Radim and give your thoughts and prayers, by all means, uh, use the Speak Pipe podcast mentioning service that we have, speakpipe.com forward slash Shark City Hockey. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, thank you to everybody out there in. Sharks territory, territory, pardon me, who is watching live right now, right now in the midnight hour, whether it's on Instagram live or on YouTube. Um, don't forget to subscribe, like, and follow us at Shark City Hockey across the board, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and Twitch as well. Um, so um, it's been pretty pretty chill weekend if you're a Sharks fan. If you're a Bay Area sports fan in general, it has definitely been a great weekend. Um, I'm talking specifically for, um, you know, Sharks and Niner fans out there. You know, my apologies for those of you who are, um, Raider fans or any other sports fans, uh, for the Pigskins. Um, and, you know, can't really say much on what's going on in basketball. I'm not going to lie because I just been following, uh, you know, hockey going on in San Jose and, you know, um, the Niners, but we won't spend too much time on that. Or we won't spend any more time on that. How about that? Uh, so let's get to the Sharks. Uh, the Sharks, before you know, we talk about the back-to-back win, the back-to-back win, before we you know talk about the parade we're about to plan here in San Jose, uh, let's just briefly go a little backwards in time when the Sharks were in St. Louis. Uh, they lost the Blues 5-3. to three. Uh, So um, by the end of that game, the Sharks were 0-2-3 in their last five. Uh, Tomas Hurdle played his 600th career NHL game. Jacob Magna played his 100th career NHL game, and Timo Meyer extended his scoring streak at that time to six games. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it has it ended. Let me just double check. Yeah, so I believe he's at. Oh no. Okay. So his streak pretty much ended around eight games, I believe. Anyways, um, so back to the point. Uh, Capo Kakinen continues to be a bit underwhelming in net. He considered, you know, he was considered the heavy favorite to win the starting goaltender job in San Jose to start the season. So it's kind of very, um, I don't know, unfortunate, very peculiar to see him 
not perform as well as we all thought he was going to be. I've seen some people out there posting like, oh, you know, I bet you feel kind of um, some type of way about getting rid of Aiden Hill and sending him to Vegas and etc. because of the way Cap has been playing lately. Uh-uh. I call that Cap. Real talk. Okay, let's just be let's just be honest. Um, again, if you are a fan of this podcast, which I assume most of you are, um, the the over like the overwhelming like one of the overwhelming um, I guess uh, takes that I've had throughout all of last season and the off season leading up to this season is that Aiden Hill didn't want to be in San Jose. So say what you will about how he's doing and how Capocacan is doing. You want to make comparisons? That's fine. But bottom line, Aiden Hill in San Jose was not destined to be. And it is what it is. Um, but, you know, back to Kapokakinen. It's it's just one of those cases where, you know, he, he has some solid plays. And there's times where, you know, the Sharks just aren't doing justice for him. I won't spend too much time into, like, trying to, like, um, you know, down talk him. Because I'm, I play goaltender, so I understand what it's like. It's um, when, you know, the five guys... Or gals, because I played, you know, and um, in beer leagues, you know, in front of you, if they're not showing up, you know, I mean, or if they're not, you know, playing their position as best as they can, you know, it could be tough for a goaltender to be, you know, the final line of defense. But no excuses, Capucacan definitely needs to um, up his game, because, um, and not that it's a bad thing, but James Reimer is definitely skating away with the uh, starting goaltender role, and we've said this since last season as well. James Reimer is the starting goaltender, sounds like Sharks unofficially declared by the mainstream officially declared here and i want to just re-reiterate that notion one more time james reimer is the sounds a shark starting goaltender so i am getting i'm kind of getting a little um exasperated of hearing all these trade talks like oh his trade okay if the sharks continue to like um be I mean, it's hard to say now, right? Because they're on a two, uh, they won two consecutive games, which we'll get to in a moment. But, um, you know, if the Sharks continue to kind of be at the bottom of the Pacific, I I strongly believe, like, you know, maybe James Reimer's name will go, you know, it'll be on that trade block or in trade talks, right? But, um, and everyone, because once again, Mike Greer said that the entire roster is up. It's, it's open, it's open season with the exception of Hurdle. But um, let's get back to it. Um, Kapokakinen, he's going to have to step it up a little bit. He lost that game, unfortunately. James Reimer is the man in San Jose and continues to be. Um, so, you know, the Sharks against the Blues, they got they got production from their their main guys. So that that was kind of what was solid, right? So we got to see Meyer, Hurdle, and Logan Couture score goals. Like, that was what was amazing. Um, also, you know, the whole, like, fact that um, we, well, how did I say this properly? It seemed, for the most part, until those final moments of the game, that we controlled that game. Um, and the Blues, you know, it's a bit of rivalry with our recent playoff um, history. So it was exciting, but again, this is one of those games, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it, right? But this is one of those games where the Sharks found a way to defeat themselves in the end. So um, that loss extended the uh, losing streak at that time to five games. 
Now on to a little bit more current news. Thank goodness the losing streak is over. All right, the losing streak is over. Some people out there are already saying, and you've seen it. I know you've read it today. I know you've read it today, and I know you've even seen it on social media because I'm not mistaken, the Sharks admins are posting this themselves. We are on a winning streak, all right? Quick little soapbox, Sharks little soapbox, okay? A winning streak is three games. So if we beat the Golden Knights tonight, which I hope we do, then we'll be officially on a winning streak. You win two games back-to-back, you just won two consecutive games, or you won back-to-back, but it's not a streak, okay? Losing streaks start at three games. Winning streaks, same. Same notion, okay? All right, that's my soapbox. If you agree or disagree with me, then you know that's, that's, that's all on you. And if you want to talk about it, again, the lines are open. Speakpipe.com forward slash Shark City Hockey. That's our free podcast messaging service. Utilize it. Connect with us on the show. Okay. Um, so uh, the Sharks beat Dallas 5-4 to four in regulation. Keyword in regulation. Okay. So um, lately it's been the skills competition that's been getting the best of the San Jose Sharks. All right. And outside of the previous back-to-back-to-back shootout losses, um, they only had a game end in 60 minutes when they lost against the Lightning. And that was almost going to overtime. So, um, you know, the Sharks won a game in regulation, and they beat a club that's considered to make a, um, you know, a cup run with everyone's favorite. Joe Pavelski. Okay. Um, oh, man. What a game that was. Um, first period, Alexander Barabanov scored his first goal of the season. And Evgeny Shevchnikov, Shevchnikov, pardon me, scored in his first game back in the Sharks lineup. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, Timo Meyer, Logan Chor, and Tomas Hurdle opened the uh, second and third period like within the first couple of minutes uh, with goals. So that was what's up. You know what I mean? Uh, second period is Meyer and uh, Couture. And then um, I believe that was like, what, like less than two minutes apart. And like, just like, I think like what, half a, half a minute in, Tomas Hurdle in third period, you know, scores a goal. Um, You know, the Sharks did almost repeat the recipe that we've been discussing here that we're kind of getting a taste of. It's time to change that flavor of almost, you know, giving away the game at the very end. But uh, James Reimer's 25 saves helped San Jose earn its first win since October 27th. And the San Jose Sharks head coach, David Quinn, earned his 100th career NHL winnings in as a head coach in the NHL. So congratulations. Okay. Uh, more more shockingly is the San Jose Sharks captain Logan Couture recorded his first ever Gordie Howe hat trick. Uh, Logan Couture, who had that um, third or excuse me second period goal, so um, just just for um, for the sake of uh, being thorough here, uh, Timo Meyer. So when he scored, it was twenty nine seconds into second and. Uh, Logan Couture, pardon me, he scored just, what is that, 34 seconds later. 
uh, 36 seconds, I believe. Yeah, either way. Um, by uh, the start of the second period, the Sharks had two goals, like within like less, like practically a minute. Okay. Uh, so Logan Chor scored that goal. Um, and then he also got assists on Bear Bonoff's goal, this, um, the first, his first goal of the season, the first period. And he got a, into a fight in the second period, uh, 17 minutes and nine seconds of the second period. He got in a fight against Jamie Benn. Um, it looked like Jamie Ben just kind of like started to try to sucker punch him, to be honest with you. Uh, there were some pretty cold comments and remarks about Logan Couture and sucker punching. I won't repeat it on this podcast, but you Sharks fans out there uh, probably know what that's about. That's kind of jacked up and pretty low. But, um, you know, Logan Couture held his own. Uh, Jamie Ben tried to get a cheap shot. It is what it is. Um, and the Sharks were able to hold off the Dallas Stars. Those five goals were enough to hold them off, uh, which is pretty outstanding because for a quick second there, I thought Joe Pavelski and the Stars were going to come back because after all, Joe Pavelski scores his seventh goal of the season against his former club at like um, 12 minutes into the third, and that was it. Thank goodness because they were rallying. They were rallying back. Um, they were hot, and the Sharks were literally like diving and swiping and like like trying to shot block. They were on like part of the expression, but they're practically on their knees when that uh, final goal horn or you know the final horn um, buzz for you know the end of regulation. So that was awesome to see the sharks literally um, you know hold on to the very end this time around. And then everyone is ecstatic about last night. Um, Sharks win in a shootout. Finally, we get a shootout victory. But more importantly, um, the Sharks were able to find a way to come back and steal the game away from Minnesota. So the Sharks were held scoreless through two periods until Stephen Lawrence prevented a shutout by scoring his second goal of the season. Uh, 13 minutes, practically 14 minutes into the third period, okay? Uh, and then less than two minutes later, Nico Sturm scored his sixth goal of the season to force overtime. The contest could not be decided with 65 minutes of competitive hockey end-to-end, so the Sharks found themselves in another skills competition. And I know a lot of you Sharks fans out there are like, great! <laughs> um, but... Ah, thanks to Nick Benito, who really, like, you know, was probably the one unsung hero in there. I mean, everyone's giving love to Alexander Barabanov, and they should, rightfully so. But Nick Benito helped us get to that point. Alexander Barabanov scored in the shootout. Um, And James Reimer stood tall. All right, so the Sharks got their fifth win of the season. Back-to-back, first back-to-back, two consecutive games wins of this season. Um, so yeah, sounds like sharks are, um, you know, <laughs> they're looking, you know, they're trending upward. That's, that's all I can say. I think like their playoff, uh, chances increased like from like what, like practically zero to, I don't even think 10%. So let's not plan the parade quite yet, but what is impressive, what really is impressive is, um, when everyone's talking about this, but we got to cover this. This came out from um, the Sharks public relations account on Twitter and an article by The Athletic today. So Eric Carlson is on 
fire. We already know that he's having himself one of his best seasons since, you know, his Norris trophy winning days um, with Ottawa and his by far best season in till by far. Okay. Um, So everyone is talking about last night. He played 34 minutes, 12 seconds against the Minnesota wild. Obviously that number was helped out by, more minutes with the overtime and you know with what happened with Radim. So um nonetheless the athletic was reporting that Eric Carlson is playing or his gameplay from last night, thirty four minutes, twelve seconds, is the third most by any Sharks player this season. Um well, actually, let's let's rewind that because I get conflict. I have kind of like conflicted. Maybe it's the third most, as in like the third time it's happened. But the Sharks public relations team is is reporting that this is the most anyone has logged in the game this year. I want to go with them. All right, it's three of the four. So Eric Carlson has like three of the four, I think, highest games. So maybe that's what they meant. But long story short, is um, it's saying okay. There you go. I miss. I stand corrected. Sharks PR is saying that 34 minutes, 12 seconds of total ice time, time on ice for Eric Carlson is the most that any Sharks has played this season. Again, overtime plus what happened with the lineup. Okay. But still, it's so impressive. Um, And according to the athletic, now that I got this correct, thank you for bearing with me. It is the third most by any Sharks player in a regular season game. Since the NHL began tracking individual ice time near the turn of the century. So it's the most, obviously, that Eric Carlson has played in a regular season game with San Jose. And this is the most he's played since December of 2015. And the fifth most in a non-playoff game of his career. So all that is per the athletic. All right, I believe it's Corey Misizak for... um, you know, giving credit for uh, where credits do. Um, Sharks PR to extend on top of that. Um, three of the four highest single game ice marks this season now belong to Eric Carlson. So he had um, 34 minutes, 12 seconds last night against the Minnesota Wild. 32 minutes and 33 seconds on November 3rd against the Florida Panthers. And 31 minutes, 17 seconds on November 5th, just two nights after against the Anaheim Ducks. All right, so, whoo, this guy is like, I mean, his skates are on fire. All right, literally. Um, couldn't ask much more from Eric Carlson. A lot of you out there are ex- are sus- um, leaning toward the... the um, then the fact that Brent Burns is no longer present on the blue line. So Eric Carlson has a little bit more like freedom, if that's the best way of saying it. So, you know, kind of be like the quarterback, if you will, you know, the shot caller from the blue line. And um, the fact that, you know, Burns is not there, you know, perhaps Carlson can, it's, you know, he's stepping it up as they would say, you know, he's, you know, realizing that the team is, going to need a little bit more offensively charged um, um, demon. Uh, excuse me, that sounds inappropriate. Defenseman, pardon me. And um, the last part is 
um, from what I'm hearing again from this article is from the athletic. I definitely would recommend checking it out. It's definitely worth a read. Um, he says that he's loving his um, partnership. He's loving um, being paired up with uh, Mayna and um, also David Quinn. There's some remarks in there that David Quinn made about like kind of giving him the freedom to do what he wants. Um, so I won't spoil it at all. Go check it out. The Athletic just uh, published that article today. Uh, so, yeah, uh, what you all think out there? What do you all think? Do you think Eric Carlson can continue this trend? Do you think that the production is going to keep going? Unfortunately, the uh, scoring streak ended. It was really uh, it was fun while it lasted um, for consecutive games. But do you think that, um, you know, the production is going to be there? Obviously, there's some key plays that he's missing out on. I mean, there's some goals this season that he may kind of directly been responsible for, you know what I'm saying? So, or indirectly sometimes. Um, so yeah. Um, what do you think? Do you think that Eric Carlson will continue to trend upward? Do you think the San Jose Sharks will continue to trend upward with their victories? Only time will tell, right? But if you want to give me your take and you want to be a part of this program, once again, the lines are open. Speakpipe.com forward slash shark city hockey is where you kid send your message to us and be a part of the conversation. Uh, the quick and easiest way to access that link is on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages. Um, link tree is right there with everything you need for shark city hockey. All right. Oh, and speaking of which, um, all these episodes from the shark city podcast are available on our webpage, sharkcityhockey.com. All right. Uh, my name is Aaron James. This has been, the shark city podcast for uh you know season two episode nine um technically november 14th but we are definitely into the um you know hours of the 15th so it's game day in sharks territory the sharks are set to take on the vegas golden knights tonight seven o'clock p.m right here for a uh, pacific standard time for all those living in san jose um, go Sharks. Best of luck. Let's keep, let's make it an official win streak. Three games in a row. All right, let's do that. And then they get to come back home for, you know, an extended stay in San Jose. So, um, we'll probably get together and talk again later on this week. Uh, more than likely, uh, right after the uh, Red Wings, uh, contest, we'll probably get together this Friday. Excited and happy to say that there are some cool new things going on at Shark City Hockey, and I cannot wait to bring them to you. I can't say much more than that, but until then, let's go, Sharks. Thank you for your time. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe and like the video. If you're watching on Instagram, make sure you like one of our posts and tag your friends. Let's get this, um, let's keep the momentum growing here and the community growing as well with Shark City Hockey. Um, one more time, I'm Aaron James. Thank you for for um, listening to this episode, for those of you who are listening live, and thank you for those who are listening on the audio um, version via your favorite podcast platform. Uh, one more time, this is the Shark City Podcast. Check out all of our episodes at sharkcityhockey.com. Don't forget to follow across uh, social media platforms at Shark City Hockey. I'm Aaron James. Everybody have a great rest of your night. Good night, everybody.